Going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber to take us into hour two of Garden Talk this morning. Good morning, sir. We're going to learn a little bit about European plants in just a moment. Ooh. Yeah, just in a moment. About a plant that uh, we can plant in our own yard that is a pretty doggone good plant to plant here. And it's also been used for centuries over the pond. Coming up next hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, and welcome back to the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show all about uh, learning and listening and uh, calling and uh, being part of a broadcast. It's all about the uh, wonderful world of growing plants and being successful. And uh, we would love to hear your voices today. If you've got a question about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, your vegetable garden, your indoor plants, your outdoor plants, whatever those plants may be, we've got answers and solutions for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, that'll put you into the Master Control Studios where we're more than happy to take part of this morning's broadcast. My name is Mark Weber. I've hosted this show for over 28 years, and I'm so glad you're joining us on this soggy Saturday <laughs> as we're watching the rain come down. And boy, if you sow grass seed in the last two weeks, you're just a loving the weather to get it to germinate. Without further ado, from across the pond, who's back from the pond, is Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. I'm glad you got home and uh, got through airplane uh, purgatory and... Um, you're back, oh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you're not sure which time zone you're in anymore, and uh, you were doing what all plant nerds do when they travel. They have to look at everybody else's plants, weren't you? Well, yeah, even going to, like, you know, historical five, 600-year-old ruins, which are amazing, I also spent a lot of the time getting to and around and from those places looking at all the plants that were growing in there and identifying them or realizing I didn't know what they were and put them on a list to look them up. <laughs> and that's the beauty of plants. You always get to learn about something newer, newer and better uh, um, every day. Exactly. And that was, that was uh, probably the most important part of my, my blog post is that things that we kind of take for granted in our gardens here, um, they're always opportunities to look deeper, to, to learn more, to um, check out the, their roots, so to speak. And um, if they're not native to this area, or even if they are, there's probably a story about how they came into horticultural use. And if they are not native to this area, it's really exciting to find them growing far, far away in their native area mm-hmm. and what they're being used for there. And you learn a lot about how to grow them at home by seeing them in their native place. Um, exactly. Yeah, and that's why one of the, the, the I, I think is one of the most powerful things as a, as a horticulturalist and an arborist is, is to learn about how they grow where they grew up. <laughs> if you learn about how they grow where they grew up, you are, you're a lot better at uh, managing them and, and telling folks how to, how to be better at their at their landscape. So the plant that I I knew I knew you were going to talk about this plant when you came back. Don't ask me why. I just <laughs> I just know about this plant on a lot of different levels because um, I remember a, a certain professor at Ohio State University that I had named Ken Cochran who went was Nate. He was from Poland. His family was from Poland, and Ken. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, his family was from Poland. I think he was a second-generation immigrant from Poland, and they were in the nursery business. And Ken went to Europe. Went to Europe. He went to Poland, and he saw Cornus moss, or in in total total glory with the orchards of Cornus moss everywhere. And 
came back and, and made us kids drink Cornus Moss juice and a whole bunch of other stuff. And and I knew when you came back that this is the plant you're going to talk about. So tell everybody about Cornus Moss. Well, it's one that I was introduced to and began my fascination with when I was a horticulture student at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, the common name, Cornelian Cherry Dogwood. What lit me up about this right off was it has an unusual flower for kind of unusual flower for dogwoods um, in that they are quite small. They occur along the stems rather than at the terminal and they're a brilliant yellow. And in this area, they frequently will bloom at the end of February. And I think what really caught my attention was, uh, and it was when I had, just started working at the Chadwick Arboretum at Ohio State. We had a very large one on the grounds, and we had a massive major ice storm and uh, that was followed by bitterly cold temperatures. And it happened when that plant was in full bloom. And I was, I was really sad because it was in all its glory. And I thought, well, that one's going to turn brown. It took that hit of the winter storm, covering of ice, bitter temperatures, and we're talking a couple of days sub-zero. Not one flower was lost. It came through it like a champ, right? and uh, the flowers endured for a couple of weeks after that. So it blooms a little earlier and through the period that forsythia blooms. It's more durable than forsythia flowers, and it, it, it was just stunning. And then um, I discovered something, you know, my natural tendency for pranksterism. I discovered that it bears a very large fruit uh, in the fall. Birds love this stuff. Well, I tasted one of them and got a really evil idea. And I started, you know, suggesting to my student staff, which most of whom were uh, horticulture students, that it was a wonderful, delicious fruit and they ought to taste it. Why they would believe me, I don't know. It is probably one of the most tart, sour things you will ever put in your mouth. Um, and it just, yeah, it delighted me to watch them experience that. Right. <laughs> Which leads me to what I discovered when I went there. And I, I was doing some more research, and I learned that this is actually a an orchard crop, as, as you mentioned, um, in uh, central and southern pole of uh, Europe, actually, and even into uh, southwestern Asia, uh, all of that area is uh, its native growing zone. And they have actually selected trees for heavier production of fruit, larger fruit, and much tastier fruit. Um, and a lot of those cultivars are coming out of the Ukraine. And as it happened, of course, this became a topic of discussion among my newfound um in-law family over there, right? Uh, one, one of whom is actually uh, a local farmer, and um, not only does did he have does he have a row of five of these trees in his backyard, but he gathers the fruit and he makes the most amazing cordial or liqueur from them. Um, and his origin, you know, we he invited uh, invited us over and. Oh, we enjoyed a bottle of it because you can't have more just one to really truly appreciate something. And um, he was very generous, and he sent me back with some of his uh, his homegrown um, amazing cordial. And it it really is an entirely different flavor than what I've experienced on our uh, horticulturally available varieties here, because these are being produced for uh, either. Plant shape, which Golden Glory is the cultivar that is very, very prevalent right now because it's an upright grower, or for flower production. And I really think people should do, to take the effort to maybe seek out some cultivars that are selected for their fruit quality because it really is a delicious fruit when you select for flavor and um, fruit size. Right. Rich, sounds like you had a fantastic journey here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, I, I was uh, I was both socially, humanly, and horticulturally broadened way, way, way beyond 
my expectations and wildest dreams. It was the most striking experience, stunning experience. And I, I think everyone should step way out of their comfort zone, and this was way out of my comfort zone, and, and be totally amazed by what's out there in other parts of the world. We, we need to do that. It's going to make the whole world a better place when we all start finding out what's out there. Outstanding. Well, I'm glad you're home. I'm glad those safe travels followed you along and you shared this most amazing and wonderful experience and story. And, uh, and, and next time that people think about Cornus Mass or the Cornelian Cherry Dogwood, they're going to think about, wow, think about it. it's in a whole country and it's the, the basis of an economy, basis of, of food. And, and, and you have to hear it here on WHIO Radio. Rich, Good to hear your hear we'll your have, voice. What's that? Well, thanks. And we'll have you know. I think future blog posts might you know for a little while here. They might involve some other plant material that I saw growing here, wild or in cultivation too. How about how it, about it, some it, clematis? Did you see? You know, they. I saw a lot of it available in some nursery areas or in these massive farm markets, but I didn't see too much actually growing or in bloom. Is that right? Um, Interesting. They, yeah. Well, they had had a large, uh, a fairly long drought with very unusual, extremely high temperatures, well into the 90s, mm-hmm. and it it just took out a lot of their um, their landscape plants, uh, and it, it seriously impacted a lot of their uh, just trees in general. I saw apple trees in bloom because of the drought. You know, kind of forced them into a, a dormancy, and it broke dormancy. Horse chestnuts were in bloom for the same reason. Wow, uh, that's interesting. It was amazing. Rich, good to hear your voice. I'm glad you're home safe, and uh, we'll talk really soon, okay? Cool. Take care. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herbst of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. And uh, congratulations, Richard. Yet another year, yet another year. And you are pacing to sell more than 100 homes. What's your secret sauce? Well, it's really not a secret sauce, Larry. It's a proven marketing plan and a lot of hard work. Now, in this current real estate market, inventory is low. We've talked about that before. Is, is it a good time for someone to put their home on the market? It's probably the best time in our history here locally to put a home on the market. We sell the most homes in the shortest amount of time for the highest possible price. I have buyers right now looking for homes. And if someone is out there listening right now, how do they get that process started? They need to call me at 477-1411. You've also got a website. Yes, that's teamherbst.com, T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. Get your home sold guaranteed. Call Richard Herbst, the number again. 477 477- 1411. Since 1959, the Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. Add beautiful color to your beds with flowering cabbage and kale plants and enjoy fall pansies until the dead of winter. It's time to plant your fall bulbs for spring tulips and daffodils. Maintain your plants with our complete range of fertilizers from organics to the brands you know. We're open year-round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium, and in 2015, completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Five Rivers Metro Park's Second Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. through the end of December. This summer you can enjoy fresh local produce from the outdoor farmer's market and then stop inside for delicious lunch options, artisan breads, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. 
History comes to life at Carillon Historical Park's Carillon Brewery. Witness the age-old brewing techniques of our ancestors as our brewmasters bring celebrated recipes to life. You'll taste the history of beer from the classic ales of the late 1800s to today's craft beers. We also offer a full menu of historically inspired hearty fare for lunch and dinner. You're sure to find a classic favorite to satisfy your appetite in a one-of-a-kind atmosphere. Savor history by the pint at the Carillon Brewing Company. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton is there when your body needs repair. Like a trusted friend you can rely on, OID has been providing care to patients in Dayton and surrounding communities since 1971 with services like sports medicine, spinal care, total joint replacement, hand, foot, and ankle, along with MRIs and physical therapy with a team of dedicated fellowship-trained physicians with you every step of the way. So remember, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. See your new floor in our store today. Carpet Consultants has one of the area's largest showrooms with a huge in-stock inventory. Our staff can help with hardwood flooring, waterproof luxury vinyl plank and tile, ceramic tile, and pet-resistant carpeting. Carpet Consultants can help with no hype, no hassle, and no pressure. Locally owned, quality service, and value since 1989. Located two blocks west of I-75 on 725 by the Water Tower. Visit Carpet Consultants flooring.com if you're attending the air force marathon and want to avoid the traffic the rta is providing a free shuttle from the wright state university Center center to the start line beginning at 4 30 a.m on saturday september 15th for more information go to usafmarathon.com as we all know life can bring about many challenges fortunately some you can expect and plan for by joining the mcafee comfort club we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time. McAfee. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zontini. As we are actively tracking rainy weather this weekend, keep checking in for updates all weekend long here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated uh, weather forecast from New Center 7. We'll keep rain in the forecast throughout the day today, and that rain could be heavy at times. Look for breezy conditions this afternoon, windy at times tonight. Highs this afternoon in the mid to upper 60s. Rain likely tonight into tomorrow, and it'll be heavy at times again tomorrow. By the end of the weekend, we could see anywhere from three to six inches of rain. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows rain pretty much all over the place. The heaviest rain right now appears to be, according to the Doppler radar, through most of Green County. Green County looks like you guys are getting bucket loads and maybe dumpster loads of rain right now. It's 64 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there's an open line for you. And uh, what we do here on Garden Talk is give you the insight, the information that allows you to be successful with your yard, garden, and landscaping challenge. And if you've got a question right now, we'd love to hear from you today. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And what we do here on Garden Talk is help you. Um, one thing that uh, I would really urge you to do as we uh, enter into the uh, fall season um, is really consider adding some seasonal color that will last well into the spring 
of 2019. You heard me right. There are plants that you can add now um, into your landscape um, that will get well-rooted in the warm soils and the cooler nights of, uh, of the season um, and will flower for you for the balance of 2018 and into the, through the winter during warm spells in the winter season. Um, and then in the uh, spring of 2019, bloom well into June. And those are winter blooming pansies. Um, they are spectacular on every front. They are tough. They are hardy. And I would encourage you to plant them as well. Also, before we go into the news break, I also want to say, I'm sitting in the studios this morning here at WHIO Radio on South Main Street. And right across the street, um, they built a building um, and I'm not sure what the building is for. In the last few years, they've been building it. It's made out of a bunch of stone. But there's a ginkgo tree that rests to the right side from my vantage point. And it's in, in, in actually in yellow fall color. And I will have to tell you that if you've got trees in your landscape right now that have fall color, you need to know that that is not normal, okay? If you have fall co- trees that are turning fall color in the, on the eighth day of September, fall is not early. <laughs> it's telling us that that tree is in some type of existing peril or in some form of decline, and it should be evaluated by a certified arborist. So let's be really clear. If you've got trees that have red leaves right now or golden leaves, they're a good month ahead of themselves right now and some. In fact, a lot of trees don't turn until late October. There's a really good uh, chance that that tree is in some form of trouble. So you want to get your trees inspected by an ISA certified arborist, and you can find yours at a website called treesaregood.org. That's treesaregood.org. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of the program. We would love to talk to you. The next half hour of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Very interesting topic that uh, Randy wrote up at GardenTalkBlog.com this week on um, how to manage turf in wet conditions. We'll talk about that and so much more in the next hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 730. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning, the remnants of of Tropical Storm Gordon, that is, sticking with us in the Miami Valley and bringing rain and wind. We're going to keep our eyes on that throughout the weekend. A wet weekend on tap. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic so far looking okay out there on those freeways and major service streets throughout the Miami Valley, in particular around the Dayton area, north and southbound 75, looking a little better now that the heavier rain has moved off. We did notice uh, some patches of high water in parts uh, in parts of the highway earlier this morning. And it's our top story with the remnants of Gordon sticking with the Miami Valley this weekend. Rain is going to be a pretty big concern for any plans to hit the road. On average, the Miami Valley is going to see at least three and to six inches of rain. Now, if we do get some thunderstorms to develop, it's possible we could see localized totals even higher than six inches. But for most of us, we'll be in that three to six inch range. Meteorologist Josh Poland has the exclusive WHIO forecast in just a moment. He's going to give us a look at how that rain is expected to treat us as we go throughout the weekend and into the following work week. Well, cops are returning to a property on Lower Miamisburg Road searching for Chelsea Coe, armed with new information. It it was very simply that we came upon additional information that corroborated that this would be perhaps a fortuitous place to look, and it added a little more specifics than what we had initially. 
That's Chief John Sedlak. He says the search will continue even if nothing is found. Well, now to Middletown, where smoke detectors woke a man up in his house just in time. Fire crews say that man's two-story house was heavily engulfed in flames by the time they arrived to 10th Avenue this morning. That man was able to get out of the house in time without getting hurt. Crews are now investigating the cause of that fire. Now, let's get a look at our exclusive weather forecast. Here's meteorologist Josh Poland with the latest. We'll keep rain in the forecast throughout the day today, and that rain could be heavy at times. Look for breezy conditions this afternoon, windy at times tonight. Highs this afternoon in the mid to upper 60s. Rain likely tonight into tomorrow, and it'll be heavy at times again tomorrow. By the end of the weekend, we could see anywhere from 3 to 6 inches of rain. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar, checking things out also from our uh, studio here on South Main Street in Dayton. We've got drizzle out our window right now, and it looks like the majority of the Miami Miami Valley can say the same. North of I-70 especially, we are seeing uh, mostly drizzle-like conditions there. The heavier rain right now is moving off into Greene County, seeing that concentrating mostly around the Xenia area and just south of Springfield as well. We've got 63 degrees in Troy, 64 in Springfield, and 64 here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin. For almost three years now, I've been telling you about MyPillow, which MyPillow is MyPillow. Maybe you've seen the ads on TV. You've certainly heard me talking about it. So you decide, let's go ahead and do it. Let's make the change to MyPillow. But one MyPillow, that's not going to do you any good. Because if you get MyPillow, well, your husband or wife, well, they're going to be jealous. They're going to want a MyPillow as well. Don't worry about it. MyPillow right now has brought back their buy one, get one free offer. So you buy one MyPillow, you get one free. So you both get to fall asleep faster. You both get to stay asleep. You both get to wake up feeling more refreshed. You both get to be your best day after day after day. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the buy one, get one free special, use the promo code WHIO, buy one, get one free. You could also call 1-800-320-1481, ask for the buy one, get one free special. Again, use the promo code WHIO. You'll both love MyPillow. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. When the kettle whistles like that, it means it's um, done. Oh, right. You've got that thousand-yard stare. At one in the morning, what gives? It's Medicare. I need to pick a plan. I get it. You used to have an HR person for this sort of stuff. Exactly. And now... You're the HR person. I don't want to be the HR person. You don't have to be if you pick Anthem Medicare. With their shopping tool, you just answer eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Are they actually simple? Yeah. No PhD necessary. Sounds good. Now, what are we drinking? A little passion flower action what? I don't know. Whatever my wife buys. Okay. Not a tea guy. Got it. Go to bed. For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution. Like their simplified online Medicare shopping tool. Eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Community Insurance Company. Anthem is a Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Anthem depends on contract renewal. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a happy, soggy Saturday, Randy Tisher. <laughs> well, I'm sure as heck not happy today. Oh, goodness sakes, alive. I've already had an inch of rain in the rain gauge, and this thing hasn't even started up yet. Well, like I said in this morning as we began this morning's broadcast, if you were one who listened to Mr. Tisher and I about the last couple weeks and 
planted some of that fine green velvet grass seed right now you are kind of looking out the window and thinking man i'm in i am in high cotton i won't have to turn on my garden hose it's it's going to come up i uh, you know you're right uh, if you plant a turf type tall fescue uh it will be up in maybe three or four days we're just seeing it fly out of the ground faster than normal textbook uh textbook is that it takes 10 days to two weeks to germinate bluegrass and and maybe a week to germinate turf type tall fescue but both of those with the soils as warm as they are and all this rain you'll get i think you'll get bluegrass up in a week's time i really do what's funny is um so grass seed my lawn a week ago thursday yep and i went outside i've been watering um religiously since that installation and uh, went outside last night and looked, and you could see a little tiny, a little tiny hair coming out of the dirt. Yeah, you'll be mowing that thing by by Monday or Tuesday. I mean, it did. If you fertilized it and gave it yeah, some, starter fertilizer, yep, and gave it the food it needs, uh, uh, it's it's just amazing how fast the uh, it's it's going. And uh, and uh, you know, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you don't mind getting wet, go out there and spread some grass seed today and uh, take advantage of all this wet weather. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, Randy, it also comes into mind um, soil compaction. <laughs> you know, I, I find I, it's weird how we forget about one of the most basic elemental needs of, of any plant, which is oxygen, unless it's an aquatic plant. Yep. Um, and turf grass is no different. It needs uh, oxygen-rich soils to grow roots. Um, a few weeks ago, I don't know, I, I did a talk on tree root development and uh, to the master, master gardeners of Montgomery County. And I went into a lot of detail about how roots work below ground. And, and a lot of people think that roots kind of like push the dirt out of the way to grow places. And, and I, I made the comment that roots of plants are like a teenager without a curfew. Um, they go the path of least resistance I meaning okay. that and, and, and roots they they exploit there's two different pore spaces in the soil you have micro pores and macro pores and where roots travel are in those macro pores those large volumeless spaces in the soil that have oxygen rich zones and Randy most of our lawns are highly compacted I mean to the point that you can almost drive your car over it every day and never sink in. <laughs> yep. And the only way that we can really remedy this in, in a very effective and cost-efficient way is by hollow tine coeration. And I, and I can't say that enough. And it's also related to how we can suppress a lot of these nasty turf diseases. One of the biggest ones that we saw in 2018 was Pythium. And one of the big re recommendations that I read through all of the journals on Pythium is hollow tying core aeration. Yep, yep. Open up the soils, get some airflow in there, and uh, and uh, and you know, that, that works wonders. And you know that your your your, your hollow tying core aeration aeration uh, subject uh, is probably going to become even more important. Uh, I posted a blog uh, post uh, about, about mowing in wet weather and. Uh, and uh, uh, you know you you will do more damage to your lawn by getting your mower out, and especially with the big heavy riding lawnmower and trying to mow. If this rain ever stops the first of the week, uh, you know let that ground dry out before you put that big heavy machine on that soil, because uh, you're better off letting the grass get a little taller. Uh, you're better off uh, maybe uh, uh, setting your mower deck way up high, and uh, and and taking it down slowly, but let the grass grow versus uh, versus uh, take that big heavy mower and and run it up and down your uh, your lawn when those soils are so wet that just all that all those micropores and whatnot that you've just been talking about are going to get closed down even more if you. Right. If you try to mow right after a three or five or six inch rain that we're scheduled to have here, so uh, mowing will become a very interesting topic uh, as we get into next week. And and grass is a foot tall, and uh, you're trying to figure out what to do. You're better off uh, 
you're better off waiting and letting those soils dry out and just raising your moor deck up as high as it'll go. Right. And very slowly, over a week or two or three's time, take that moor deck back down a little bit at a time uh, to get the, the, the grass back to the mowing height that you want it. But uh, it's going to be a difficult chore in uh, keeping up with mowing here uh, next week. I'm, I can see that coming. Yep. Mr. Tisher, it's good to hear your voice. I hope you're well. And uh, I think you'll be getting to sow some grass seed here in a while. It, it'll 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 all wash away. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's amazing how grass seed really does. Unless it's just in a river of water, grass seed stays put pretty well. Uh, yep. A couple of misconceptions are the grass seed will all wash down the down the street. It, it, it stays put pretty well. And the other misconception everybody has is the birds will eat all my grass seed. And and while they might eat a seed or two or three, they are not going to clean your clean you out of house and home when it comes to seeding. Uh, don't worry about those birds. But uh, uh, right now i got to worry about uh, about rainfall, and I don't even have electricity here in in uh, Greene County, Bellbrook area, so things are just falling apart right and left. What happened to your electricity? It went out at 6.38 this morning. So Oh, no. And we, did pay the, and we did pay the bill, Mark. We did pay the bill. But uh, I, hope you're sump, I hope you have a backup sump pump. I don't even have a sump pump. I'm a. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, good, uh, good, good, but, good, uh, good, good. But all the computers uh, mm-hmm. here in the office don't work, and uh, mm. and. Uh, well, maybe you should just shut the doors and go home. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the next thing I'm going to do. Because honestly, honestly, there's only thing you could sell today is maybe a rowboat or a life raft or a. You're uh, right. Something like that. <laughs> so, Mr. Tisher, take good care, and we'll talk very soon, okay? Talk to you later, Mark. Thank you. You, you bet. Bye-bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast there's an open line for you we'd love to talk to you about whatever is going on in your gardening world if you've got a question about crabgrass or nutsedge or nimble will or jotson grass or poison ivy or one of those types of nuisance type of plant problems in your landscape we've got solutions and ideas to manage those you know one that uh, i always find fascinating that on many different levels is um is uh, Canadian thistle. You know, let's kind of talk about that one. Um, this is a plant that uh, has these little tiny thorns on it. It uh, is a perennial weed. Um, it's a plant that uh, can propagate by rhizomes or by uh, f- by its seed. Um, once it gets established, uh, it only takes one tenth of an inch of root. Um, uh, it can it, it, to, to to grow, and it has this ability to store a lot of energy below ground, and you can uh, spray it multiple times with um, herb, herbicide materials, and get very very you can get some control, but that control is takes years and many times to control it. Um, the the secret to, to to dealing with a lot of weeds is understanding what the weed is in the beginning. Um, it's identifying it understanding what species it is and if it's an annual or a perennial or a biannual weed. And what I mean by that is an annual weed is one that germinates, grows, and dies in one season, Um, season being spring, summer, and fall. Um, Biannuals are weeds that germinate in the fall, which is happening as we speak, um, grows through the winter, and, and the time it germinates in the fall, it's very small. You won't even hardly see it. But through the whole period of winter, that weed continues to grow during the winter season. And then it looks large and um, ominous come spring. And you are going, oh, where did that come from? Well, it came back in the fall. And those are called biannuals. And then you've got perennials, which live season to season. They do have a life cycle, being that uh, that they do flower and then they have uh, leaves. And a lot of times, perennial weeds uh, grow from the roots back up again every year with a brand new plant. 
So keep in mind that with whatever the weed is, you've got to identify if it's an annual, biannual, or perennial. And then from there, you have to identify what that plant is. Is it a grassy plant or a, or a broadleaf plant? Because a lot of herbicides are, are specific to controlling um, broadleaves or um, grasses or what they call monocots versus dicots. And then once you kind of got that figured out, then a lot of times you can figure out which products to use. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this today's broadcast. And most importantly, we'd love to be part of your day. And if you've got a question about your lawn, your landscape, your lawnmower, um, whatever they may be, we've got an answer for you at 457-1290. And as always, what we do on Garden Talk here is help you along the way having the best yard, garden, and landscape ever. Also, I want to share with you, too, that this is the time of year that uh, we also can get a lot of extra bang for our buck with lots of color with uh, bulbs. Bulbs are wonderful. We're talking about tulips and daffodils and hyacinths and crocus and others. And these are things, these are plants that are in dormancy in this little capsule called a bulb. It's a reproductive structure. Um, inside that bulb is growing points that once they become chilled over the winter season, have the ability to grow and uh, produce leaves and then produce these amazing flowers. Um, keep in mind that these are plants that need to be planted in the fall. If you choose not to plant them in the fall, they likely will not bloom in spring. They need the temperatures of win winter to transform their vegetative parts into reproductive parts. And uh, I think if you do that, you'll be very successful with that. Well, when we come back, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Garden Talk fans. Can you answer this very timely turf question? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Here's the question. If your green velvet grass seed could talk, what would it be telling you right now? If your answer is, now's the time to plant me, you're right. The very best time to plant grass seed is right now. The days are getting shorter, the moisture in the soil lasts longer, and the competition from weeds are less than any other time of the year. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, solutions to all of your turf and ornamental needs are right around the corner. If you're impatient, don't settle for grass seed. Insist on green velvet Kentucky bluegrass or turf-type tall fescue sod. Just lay it down today and enjoy it tomorrow. It's that easy. Breathe new life into your landscape. Follow us on social media or visit us online to keep up with timely tips for all of your landscaping questions. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet, your trusted lawn and landscape resource for the last 59 years and growing. Now at Menards, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Dakota makes it easy to create your own custom shelving solution. Right now, save on 15 and 3 quarter inch deep by 8 foot long square edge shelves. Just $12.45 each after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything. Now at Menards, good through September 8th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Five Rivers Metro Park's Second Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. through the end of December. This summer you can enjoy fresh local produce from the outdoor farmer's market and then stop inside for delicious lunch options, artisan breads, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts. 
a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. It started with your business and then out of nowhere came MediaWorks 2018. And before you knew it, your business reached heights you never thought possible. Discover what Cox Media Group Ohio can achieve for your business at MediaWorks 2018. Register today for your free seminar from September 17th through September 21st. Text CMG to 47464 or visit ohiomediaworks.com slash one. As we all know, life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time, McAfee. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton is there when your body needs repair. Like a trusted friend you can rely on, OID has been providing care to patients in Dayton and surrounding communities since 1971 with services like sports medicine, spinal care, total joint replacement, hand, foot, and ankle, along with MRIs and physical therapy with a team of dedicated fellowship-trained physicians with you every step of the way. So remember, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zontini. As we are actively tracking rainy weather this weekend, keep checking in for updates all weekend long here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It is 7.53. Let's check out the wet weather forecast from News Center 7. We'll keep rain in the forecast throughout the day today, and that rain could be heavy at times. Look for breezy conditions this afternoon, windy at times tonight. Highs this afternoon in the mid to upper 60s. Rain likely tonight into tomorrow, and it'll be heavy at times again tomorrow. By the end of the weekend, we could see anywhere from 3 to 6 inches of rain. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, covered with green stuff. Right now we currently have 64 degrees in downtown Dayton with a nice steady rain. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number to dial if you would like to be part of today's broadcast. And we have an open line for you. Um, and uh, we think that the most important part of Garden Talk is for you to ask lots of questions. And we would love to talk to you. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Let's head back to the telephone lines once again, and let's go talk to Daniel and Troy. Daniel and Troy, good morning. Hello there. Good morning. Good morning. You got your got your rowboat out yet there, Daniel? Uh, well, I live up on top of the hill, so I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> How can I help you, sir? Uh, I'm a former master gardener here in Troy, Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, due to my advancing age, I'm no longer in that particular organization. But I discovered some nimble will in my uh, yard. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how I can uh, get rid of it. Well, let's first talk about what nimble will is. It's, yes. it's a warm season perennial grass. Mm -hmm. uh, and the key word is warm season. It's not a cool season grass. Um, it's often mistaken um, for being Bermuda or creeping bent grass. Mm -hmm. um, it tends to grow in moist, shady areas and sometimes found in dry, sunny areas. Nimble will spreads vegetatively through what they call short and weak stolons and creates these patches in the lawn that uh, kind of grow larger with, with time. That's uh, what my research has said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and usually... You see nimble will most predominantly in the summer months. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you won't, and particularly when things get hot and dry, you won't see it a lot in the spring, and you won't see it in late fall because it's like again, it's a warm season grass. Uh-huh. Um, and in the winter, you'll know it by areas that look brown. Right. <laughs> it's literally what big giant brown areas in your landscape in the in the winter months, but then it'll be green in the summer. So that's kind of mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Um, there's no biological control for this. There's nothing right. you can do. Culturally, the best method is is to have a high mower height, do lots of uh, fertility, being proper fertility based off a soil test, um, uh-huh. increase turf density, meaning uh, sow grass seed in the fall to help thicken up and, de- and create higher density. Um, there are um, materials out there for herbicide control, ra- glossophate, are commonly known as Roundup, can be used to apply it when it's actively growing, and that's the key. It has to be actively growing. And there's also another herbicide called Tenacity Yes. Uh-huh. that yep. has a label for control of it as well. And there's another one I think called Pilex, too, that's, I don't know if that's commonly available to people, but, um, you know, this is a weed that uh, happens mainly because of poor turf density, and the way that we fight it is to eliminate it and increase the density of our turf, make sure that we're following good practices with proper fertility and mowing heights and stuff like that. Well, that's kind of what I've done. It's uh, certainly not as invasive as it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think maybe I'm on the right track with what I've done and what you've described. Yeah, and, and just, just keep in mind that, you know, I, I've, People really have a hard time grasping this concept, and I, I talk, I've talked a lot about it this year, is the fact that nowhere is it written that any plant lives forever. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, we kind of have this thought of human beings. Is, I, I was reading, yeah, I don't know, it was last weekend over Labor Day weekend, I was reading a book from a guy named Dr. Alex Shigo. He's a god, he's the godfather of, of modern arboriculture, and he has this book at... He wrote back in the 1990s, and, and I was reading this, uh, this, this part of the book, and he talks about time. And he says, he says in the book, he says, trees and plants have their own time. They don't have human time. They have their own time. And I started to think to myself that this is Robby Wobby. A lot of times is a, is a disconnect with plants and people is that we think that plants should be on the same clock that we are on. And, I, and they're totally differently, diametrically, biologically different entities than what a human being is. So one of the things that's most powerful, and I always try to articulate to people about plants, our plants are on their own time. And sometimes they just don't do what we want them to do on our time. And so we have to kind of be patient which I often say patience is a gardener's greatest virtue. So, sir, I appreciate your call, and uh, thank you for being a master gardener all those years, too, by the well, way. Well, thank you for uh, for your information. You're part of my Saturday morning waking up. All right, sir. Daniel, have a fine, fine, fine Saturday, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 457-1290. Ladies and gentlemen, do not let your gardening hearts go to trouble because the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk is only four minutes away. And we're going to be talking to Jordan and Camden, talking to you with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Nolan because they're gardeners like you and I. John Scott's up next half hour as well as you. Give us 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.